This is the Reds Fans Chatter Podcast. I'm Scott and uh, joined by Nick. What's going on, man? Hello. How you doing, man? Doing good. I just ate uh, Thai food for the first time. I know this isn't a food podcast, but uh, when they say medium, they really mean like burn your eyes out. <laughs> no, no doubt. No doubt. I, I get that way with chili. Chili doesn't bother me, but uh, that did tonight. So I, I have two bottles of water here just because I'm still burning. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this is a uh, Reds podcast. Uh, each week we're going to go through the news, talk about topics, whether hopefully uh, talk about the something going on in the actual season. If not, we'll talk about uh, classic Red stuff and um, much, much more. So um uh, I'll let you start with the uh, any news items that you want to talk about. Uh, well, obviously, you know, tomorrow everybody is going to report to workouts at Great America Ballpark and uh, out in Mason. Um, so once we get, they get the workouts in, they're going to start playing, you know, some games for a couple weeks. Um, I'm assuming they're going to go and do – they're going to keep the, the um the stats from spring training back in March and carry them over to the next couple of weeks. Uh, Cause there's a lot of players there on these minor league contracts that deserve a shot. And I think those numbers should reflect this next coming weeks. Yeah, I definitely agree. And uh, um, it's going to be a really weird season because I, there's, they announced today, no minor league baseball this year, which was, was expected. Yeah. And uh, so I know they're having kind of a, triple a level reserve team i don't know if they're going to be playing games to stay fresh or how that's going to work from what i understand what i read um they're talking about letting some of the guys play in some independent leagues it's trying to keep their legs fresh and keep their bats warm and and if they get if then if they're needed during the season then they're 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 ready to go so the uh, Florence Yalls might be getting some Reds players. <laughs> That's that, you know what? That's possible, and I think that'd be pretty cool. That would. It's ten minutes from my house. So, <laughs> um, so uh, what else has been going on today? I know there's a lot of uh, news regarding how the season's going to work. Well, what it looks like for now, um, I'm kind of scrolling here as I'm, I'm talking. Um, there's been talk about how the outfield's going to work. Obviously, you get an overload of outfielders. Uh, and Shogo Akiyama, Senzel, Cassianos, Winker, Philip Irvin, Aquino, Shebler, Jankowski. Mark Payton's a guy that keeps getting forgotten uh, because he has to be on the roster or else they got to send him back to, I guess, the Yankees or wherever he came from. Uh, they came from the A's, I believe. Was it the A's? Okay. But how's uh, the, I wonder so, how that's going to work now because there is no – 25 man roster there is no uh minor leagues well they're gonna have a 30 man roster for two weeks first two weeks of the season okay so obviously you're gonna have the dh that's gonna be up in the air with winker cassianos uh, and, and the other guys are gonna be thrown in there but it kind of gives the question who's gonna be the starting outfield are you gonna akiyama in center senzel and left cassianos and left i don't know nobody seems to know at this point Right. Um, there's like guys that are out of minor league options, like Shebler's out of minor league options. So if he doesn't make the team, he's gone. Right. Most likely. Um, then there's the bullpen. The bullpen is, is it's more complex 
Um, you know, Iglesias is closing. Amir Garrett's probably going to be the setup guy. Uh, Lorenzen, Strope, which, who, by the way, Strope is stuck in the Dominican Republic. Being why that's why there's 57 men right now instead of 60. Oh, okay. You don't have Strope. You don't have Derek Dietrich for some unknown reason. And uh, I'm waiting for Hunter Green's rehab to be over. Right. Well, so they, they will be added at they, some point. They did list uh, Strope on the uh, on the GAP roster, at least with the one they posted today or two days ago. I, I guess I missed his name. Yeah, he, he's on there. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, Matt Bowman. Uh, Rossi Iglesias, of course. I don't... I'm assuming he's going to be the closer. It, it kind of looks that way. Um, I think you don't really have any more options unless you go with one of your minor league signees. Um, I don't know about Matt Bowman's ever closed. I, I, I guess you have, have options. I guess you have Lorenzen possibly. Yeah, and there's Nate Jones. Right, um, he, he's a non-roster invite, so. Now, Tyler Thornburg is also a non-roster, but he's closed before. Right. So, you, I mean, yeah, it's it's looking like it's going to be up in the air for now. And then, uh, of course, the infield's pretty much set, I think. I like, right now, I, I think there's a dark horse. If you look at like guy like Matt Davidson, he's had a pretty good spring through 10 games. He had two home runs, five RBIs, and about a 333. I'd say a guy's ready, and he'd be a nice, nice backup to Suarez or even Votto. Right, and that, now that's that brings up to another question: is uh, with a sixty-game season, how many days off are these guys really going to need? You know, uh, maybe two, maybe four, maybe five. I don't know. Right, I, I know. Question. I know at Reds Fest last year, Votto was working on getting back to playing 162. That's what he said. I I heard that. I was there, and I heard that that uh, he was talking about down stage that he wanted to play 162 games, which he hasn't played in a while. Right. Hopefully, the knee holds up. Maybe he can do it. I don't know. At his age, it's it's hard to tell. Well, I I think they talked him into taking days off the last few years, and with the team. At least on paper, and with what actually happened, uh, not going to contend. He was like, "Yeah, I'll I'll take the day off." Yeah, and and, and you got that option. Like I said, you get if you, if you have a guy like a Matt Davidson that can step in there, where he needs a day off or two or three, he could be the guy because even he's a right-handed hitter as well. Right, he's got power. The other thing is he strikes out a lot. That's I mean that's expected of the power hitter. And, and of course, Votto could. Uh, DH a couple of games as well. Exactly. I mean, that's the advantage of having a DH. So I know we're kind of going away from our format, but that leads to another question. What do you think of the DH this year in the, in the NL? Uh, I like it for one year. You kind of test it, test the water, see how it, you know, how how the fans are going to like it and see how the team likes it. Cause you're not going to have it next year. Unless COVID-19 doesn't go away. Right. There's no vaccine. You don't know. We don't know what's going to happen next year. But, I mean, right now with all the talent you got, I, I mean, having a DH is nice. I think I, I think it will be very beneficial to us. Uh, trying to get into postseason, and you know, playing 60 games is get a good shot at it. 
Right. I guess the uh, only other thing in the news, and I don't have his name in front of me, but a Reds minor leaguer tested positive for PEDs and is getting an 80-game suspension in a season yeah. where there are no games. So that's probably going to carry over till next year. I don't know how that's going to work. I'm assuming it'll carry over the next year. Um, what's his name? Gutierrez, yes. I believe, is is the player. Right. I can't find him now. It's not on my, <laughs> I can't find him on my iPad. <laughs> his name was right in front of me. Now I can't find him. But uh, yeah, but that's uh, he's, he's he's a guy that's like in a top 10 prospects, and then he does something stupid, and now he's, now he's out for 80 games. But I mean... It means it's another opportunity for somebody else to step in. So if somebody else is, you know, if they're going to go and try and play independent league to see test their arm or test their legs, test their bat, whatever it may be, they could get, you know, somebody gets hurt, they end their shot to get in the major leagues. Very, very true. So um, I think that covers most of the news items the last few days. This will be a lot easier once they actually start playing games. Uh I guess one other question I have: Do you know if, if in during this uh, summer camp, if it's going to be just inter-team play, or is it going to be uh, playing against other teams like a regular spring training? Uh, I really, I haven't heard anything. I'm assuming it's going to be they're going to handpick some teams, probably, and then probably do a lot of inter-squad games right. and stuff like that. But I haven't heard anything. I really don't know. All right, so one, one of the other features on this show is going to be a weekly trivia question, kind of works like the uh, Reds radio broadcast question. And where during the first part of the show, I'll ask uh, Nick the question. He'll give me the answer. Then at, at the end of the show, we'll see if you were right. So this week's trivia question is, how many games did Tom Browning win his rookie season? 20. We will have the answer uh, later on after we uh, talk some more topics. Uh, I think uh, I do have one topic that I heard on a sports talk show today uh, regarding the Reds, and I, I got to get it off my chest because I was yelling at the radio. Uh, <laughs> I hate it when I find myself doing that too. Right, because they were talking about the Reds' uh, Pete Rose game where he pushed the umpire and you know all the debris yeah. went on the field. And the guy was saying it was a two-hour delay to get everything cleaned up. It was not. I was there. I was, um, I can't remember. I was probably 13 years old, 12 or 13. And there was two fights that game. Uh, first one was Daryl Strawberry, and I forget who else. I think it was Eric Davis and Ray Knight. Or, no, that was a different game. Uh, that was a different, was game. A different game. Yeah, that, okay. was, that one I watched from different. home. <laughs> I think it was, was the same year. I know, I don't know. I think Ray Knight was with Baltimore in '89. Right. Uh, this is that was when I think he was with the Mets. Yeah. But uh, no, this was uh, the first one. I believe it was Strawberry. I could I, that one. I don't remember. Maybe it was even Tom Browning pitching that game. I'll have to look that part up. But uh, anyway, um, it was, there, was pro- great, there were a lot of great fights in the '80s when the Reds. Yeah. So I that. was. I happened to be there for uh, the Reds used to do. I don't know if they still do this or not. Straight A night. They would give you. Red red seats, and you had the option to upgrade them to blue seats. Well, we upgraded yeah. my family upgraded them to blue seats out in right field, uh, kind of underneath the uh, green level. So we had kind of cover if it rained or whatever. Uh, it, it didn't rain water, but it, during the fight after Pete got rained out, there was a waterfall 
of beer, pop, and who knows what else um, falling on the ground. But it, it was about a 14-minute delay, not a uh, two-hour. If it was a two-hour delay, they probably would have called it, and my parents would have took me home then and there. They were, they were about to, and I loved it. Well, but, as a kid, you know, you get that kind of stuff as a kid, you're like, yes. Yes. Yeah. Of course, today I would never. I would take my kids and like, okay, guys, we got to go. <laughs> yeah, my kids would not last five minutes in a ball game. So I, I think one of the topics we need to talk about, and we've touched on it already, is how the game is going to work this year. Uh, MLB kind of uh, laid it out that teams report July 1st. Uh, opening day is going to be July 23rd and 24th. I think the Reds are going to be 24th, but they haven't released the schedule yet. Right. Uh, 60 games, 40 against the divisional teams, and 20 against the interleague, so they'll play. And I think this works out for the Reds because they'll play Detroit four times. Yeah. They'll play uh, the Royals four times. Cleveland. Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland's – they're weaker, but they're not as bad. The Twins, who were pretty good last year, but kind of was a surprise team. Yeah. And I'm missing one team out of that division, the White Sox. White Sox, yes. Who were not good last year, but they've added a lot in the offseason. They did. And it's, one of them's Dallas Keuchel, um, a big lefty for them. And they got Gio Gonzalez as well. Right. And, and the uh, catcher the Reds were supposedly going after, I believe, went there. Grandall, yes. uh, yeah, Grandall went there. He's going to be their starting catcher. Because uh, they cast what was his name, uh, Wilton Castillo or whatever was there last year, and he's he he went, I believe he's, he's trying to remember which team he went to. May have went to the National League team. It might be the Nationals or something. But uh, that team has really improved when it comes to pitching and when it comes to their bullpen as well. They really upgraded there, so they'll be a tough team, I think. When we face them, the Twins got power. They showed that last year when they had 307 home runs. Um, and then the Yankees were second. They were 306. So it was a very powerful season. So I think th when we play the Twins, it's going to be a slugfest. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a pitching duel at all, especially with Homer Bailey in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the the other roles, uh, Universal DH, which I think really helps the Reds with the uh, amount of offensive talent they have on the team. Uh, yeah. August 31st trade deadline, which I, that's just going to be weird. Yeah. And then uh, the other thing is, they kinda, I think they did it in the All-Star game last year, but automatic runner on second base uh, if there's an extra seat inning game. I'm yeah. kind of okay with it this year, but I don't want that to be permanent. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I, I I believe that you need to earn your, your spot on a base. I don't think you should be given a base. And, you know, that's a minor league thing. And it's, you know, but it's, it's a way to speed up the game this year with 60 games. I mean, you really don't. Right. It was not something you would need for a full schedule. Now, it could uh, add some excitement. So I, I'm not 100% against it, but uh, I kind of want to see how it plays out. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. Um, hopefully there's not too many uh, extra inning games, but we'll see. Right. It seems like the Reds play a lot of those every year. Yeah, and and I know they've been pretty bad the last few years in extra innings. They've had a losing record. Um, hopefully that can change. Um, 
like I said, maybe not a whole lot of them this year. I know you're, you're going to see it. You're going to have your pitchers right. goals. You're going to have your games that get away from you in the ninth inning. That happens. It's part of the game. But, I mean, hopefully it doesn't happen too often. Okay, and I, th- I think that kind of wraps up the topic for this week. I know we're kind of moving moving pretty fast. First show, we're working out all the bugs, but uh, yeah. But uh, anyway, I, I, you and during the season, during this time, we would be looking at uh, players and pitchers of the week. We don't really have that right now, but I, I do want to give uh, two awards uh, so far this off season for uh, the pitcher of the week or off season, and that would have to be Trevor Bauer. Yeah, Trevor Bauer. He's my vote for commissioner. <laughs> um, he's even had a, he even had a shirt made that says "Vote for me, commissioner of Major League Baseball." Right. He, I love that he tells it how it is. He's, he he kind of speaks for the fans uh, yeah. most of the time. Uh, I know he had some issues early on. He's he's hired people to help him kind of uh, touch up his message. So it's still going to uh, make people mad, like the Astros and the commissioner. But it's now more fan friendly, I think, than it, and not as misunderstood as it was, say, uh, when he first first got started and was on Twitter and would tweet whatever came to his mind without, without thinking first. Yeah, and I think with him, he he just wants to play ball. You know, I like right. a lot, like a lot of the other guys, except for the guys that opted out. Obviously, yesterday there were four guys that opted out. And that's their choice, but you're losing out on money, but they don't want to get sick, and I get that. I understand that. Yeah, I, I completely understand that, too. It's a f- different season this year. Some of them may have family. Some of them may have other health concerns. I know Mike Leake, I believe he wanted, when he traded for the Reds and actually signed with the Cardinals, he wanted to be closer to his parents, I believe, who uh, may have been a little a little sick at the time. I could be wrong about that, but uh, – so I mean, there, there's lots of things to consider. Everybody has their own risk risk levels that they can accept. So uh, I think we just have to, as fans, have to respect their choice. And I totally understand it. You know, somebody who, like me who has asthma, I, I try and try not to get around too many people. Yeah, I wear a mask all the time, just like you do. Right. Uh, if I go out, I'm, I have a mask on, and and I think these guys obviously they can't wear a mask on the field. But they know exactly what's out there and what can happen to them if they don't be smart about their health and about and, and do not and do what they're supposed to do is if you know is keep your distance and wash your hands and all that all the stuff we should be doing anyway. Right. So I, I think uh, I, I don't blame Mike Leake or Ian Desmond or you know anybody else who who opted out. Joe Ross, I believe, as well, and Ryan Zimmerman. And Ryan Zimmerman was, you know, he's an older guy. He's been around the league a while. Right. And I think, you know, it, it was his choice. Mike Leakes, he's going to be a free agent next year, so he's going to be able to go wherever he wants. Right. And I, I don't think they get paid for this year if they don't play, correct? Or do you know? Right. They, uh, Mike Leakes missing out on $5 million. I, I wish I had that problem. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's hurting for money, but you know what? I mean, $5 million would be a lot of money to me. Right, and uh, one one other thing that uh, Bauer did, he uh, at least entertained us with uh, wiffle ball and uh, yeah, and hitting baseballs, uh, live pitching in the middle of the desert. So, uh, really cool of, of him to do that, and, and uh, they did their best to adhere to social distancing when they did that, at least on camera. Right, 
it, it was fun to watch. You can watch it on YouTube if anybody wants to look it up. Um, Trevor Bauer and Derek Dietrich. Uh, Dietrich's fun, and then there's some language, so you right. know, the kids are going to watch it. And, you know, there's a little language there that happens. They're in a desert. There's nobody around. So. <laughs> and then uh, my vote for off-season player of the uh, off-season or player of the week would be Tucker Barnhart. He did amazing things uh, from Reds Fest on. Uh, some of mine, some of it was personal uh, that, unfortunately, because of COVID, it's not going to be able to happen. But uh, uh give you a story of my best friend's son is uh, battling cancer right now. I, at Reds Fest, I had all the players that I could get in touch with uh, to sign a uh, huge and heavy <laughs> uh, get well plaque that uh, had a picture of, uh, of uh, Jackson at uh, Reds Fest last year. And when Tucker signed it, he pulled me aside. And when I go to Reds Fest, I'm not one to sit there and tell the players or or whoever my life story. But at that point, uh, Tucker pulled me aside uh, after he signed it and told, told me to get in touch with him during the season that he would get uh, uh, Jackson and his family on the field and got everything worked out. And then COVID-19 hit. So, yeah, so that's and not going to happen. Also, and then, and then also I'll go ahead. I was going to say uh, with Tucker, he, he paid for some people's food. Uh, back in, uh, oh, he did it. March, he did like that. He did every, every, every week until the uh, shutdowns were lifted. Uh, he did a, I think okay. a $500 in Cincinnati or no, he did a thousand dollars usually split between two restaurants, uh, both in Cincinnati and Indianapolis, uh, close to where he lives. Yeah. So he, he's, a, that was, that was pretty big. That was pretty big of him to do that. He, he's a really, really cool guy. So, and then, uh, one other person that doesn't get a lot of credit, uh, Joey Votto also made a promise at Reds Fest to, uh, to Jackson to get him assigned balls and signed a bat. Uh, I didn't get a chance to uh, talk to Votto. He's, of course, super busy and uh, did the yeah. kids-only line, I think, in public. May have done one other one, but I didn't get a chance to get in that line. And uh, anyway, uh, he kept his word. I didn't didn't have any any uh, doubt that he would but uh jack he did they he got with the reds they delivered a uh bat and a ball to jackson so that's cool uh, the, the reds organizations uh, super super great yeah and i and i think we, you know reds country there's a lot of great reds fans the reds fans are the best fans in baseball absolutely absolutely so now, are you ready for the answer to this week's trivia question? Yeah, I'm ready to be wrong on my trivia question. <laughs> so the question was, how many wins did Tom Browning have in his rookie season? And you said? And 20. And 20 is correct. Yes. So. I want to know. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that does it for this week. Uh, be sure to uh, subscribe to us once that's available on on uh, Apple or Google or wherever you're listening to this podcast. And uh, be sure to send us any feedback. You can hit me at uh, Twitter at Scott Evans on air. And Nick, your Twitter is? Uh, Nick L at Twitter.com. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. So long.